Hope will arise out of the ashes of our past broken relationships, fractured families, and personal struggles. Come walk a mile with me as we allow Jesus to clean out the mess and organize the rest. Welcome to the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. I am your host, Maria Wingard. Grab your shoes, lace them up as we start strolling through this week's episode. Continuing with Sly Sorcery, Silent Supernatural, Part 8. I've barely scratched the surface on Sly Sorcery, but my purpose was to get people thinking. To be reminded of the places where we were trained to ignore our fear and accept it as a normal part of life. Places where we were groomed to think less of ourselves because we were afraid of something that others told us was not scary, and we had to force ourselves to function through the fear. Growing up, I was never allowed to participate in activities deemed unchristian without the teaching of the why behind. My parents truly did the best they could in recognizing sly sorcery, but Christian culture was steeped in fear-based sheltering reactions rather than discernment and equipping. Our holiness and authority is found in Christ to triumph over evil, not in teaching through hiding that we are powerless over evil holidays. Vampires were my gateway into fear without even knowing it. I read Interview with a Vampire, including all the sequels, not fully understanding that Satan uses curiosity to gain legal access. In 1994, the year before I graduated, Interview released as a movie that I promptly watched. After marrying, I celebrated Halloween. I dressed our son up for a harvest party, thinking nothing of it. After all, it's just a little bit of innocent fun. No one's actually getting hurt. I never had fear or anxiety during this time of my life until my divorce in 2000. I spent much time on my face before the Lord, seeking Him for healing and restoration of our relationship. I had kept the Lord at arm's length without even realizing it. I suddenly started having a recurring nightmare every single night for over a year. I was terrified, to say the least. The Lord started to speak to me about what I was watching, listening, and reading. He asked me to purify my book collection. This was extremely hard to do for a bookworm like me. The genres he asked me to purge were romance, sci-fi, psychedelic thrillers, horror, murder mysteries, and any that focused on the demonic, especially my vampire books. I radically cut my library in half. As for listening, he had me purge everything but Christian music from my ears. It's funny because even now, those secular songs sung 25 years ago, I could still recite from rote memory as if I heard them yesterday. As for movies and television, he requested I stop watching horror and psychedelic thrillers, along with this odd request that didn't make sense until years later. I felt prompted to not watch TV shows or movies similar to King of Queens and Everybody Loves Raymond. The reason ended up being due to the difference in my personality and my son's. 
You see, my son did not need programmed that men were stupid buffoons incapable of thinking for themselves, that women are all-knowing, all-powerful, and children hold the superior intellect to both. I had never correlated my nightmares and fear to what I was watching, listening, and reading until God delivered me from a spirit of fear while purging from my life all these fearful things I was putting into my body and mind. The nightmares ended immediately upon my repentance and removal of those items. This may be hard to grasp, but while pursuing freedom, the supernatural manifestations trying to terrify me actually increased. Since I had kicked them out of my temple, they started to harass my home, trying to find a way to stay. Trust me, I am telling you that I have laughed at people like me. The I don't believe you laugh that I sense many chuckling when I present the option that there is a connection between what they're watching, listening, and reading and the anxiety, shame, or depression that they are experiencing. Today, I pray the delusion is removed from our eyes because I have lived out Satan providing a temptation that I fell for. I have also not experienced immediate consequences, but had him wait for an opportune time to collect on his legal rights to terrify me. This delay is done strategically so that we will have a difficult time connecting why it is happening. I can understand where many of you will be in your thoughts as you hear these words, disbelieving, thinking I'm completely overreacting, that I'm one of those far out there Christians. I get it. I was you until it happened to me. It's my responsibility to protect God's temple. And that temple is not a church building. It's my body, my heart. And rebellion is witchcraft. Rebellion towards God is simply about control. What will control your thoughts and your heart? I am grateful you decided to walk a mile with me, your host, Maria Wingard, on the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. I pray that through our conversation, Jesus reveals how he is bridging broken to breakthrough as we stroll through another mile in this journey called life. Hope will arise if you let him in your life today. To listen to past episodes or find out more, please visit hopewillarise.com.